0: of Olympus, chapter 37. Reyna. Turn back! Reyna wasn't keen to give orders to Pegasus, the lord of flying horses, but she was even less keen to get shot out of the sky. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve.
1: And I'm Brayden.
0: And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted.
1: Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Yeah. I mean, me too, queen.
2: Yeah, I get it
1: no fair enough uh ava neve
0: how are we this week (laughs) loaded question brayden um (laughs) great (laughs) uh i can i think i can probably speak for the both of us when we say uh stressed <laughs> because we have our little uh perfor- like theater showcase in New York tomorrow and the next day um cuz today is Sunday so we have it Monday Tuesday um and um I'm terrified but I'm also very excited and then Tuesday night we all uh drive vacation. vacation which is going to be really fun but it's going to be an insanely long day I'm just, I just want to get there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm at that point where I'm just like, I just want to get there and pass out.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's real. Once I, I mean, I'm not doing sh- this uh, New York event that that they are because um, I'm a director and I'm not an actor, um, but I'm also like, I just am doing a lot of like applications and stuff in these next few days. And I'm trying to do everything I have to get done over break before vacation. So, and then, and then have to complete that drive. So it's like once, once I get to that hotel and I will actually be on vacation mode, I will be turning on my email vacation responder because people already still emailing me, still making my life hell, even though I'm supposed to be on vacation. But technically, I'm not actually on vacation yet, so I can't yeah. say that. Yeah.
2: But yeah. Yep. Today was a lovely day for me, though. Like, just today. I mean, this weekend was very fun. Brayden yeah. and I went to the American Dream Mall with our friend Allison.
0: Is that the one with the big slides? Yes. I have always
2: wanted to go on the.
1: <laughs> well, it was- we'll have to go again and go on, like, go the, attractions, to- the attractions. But
2: just though. seeing it was a spectacle. It was oh, really- y'all didn't go on the slides? It's no a girl you gotta it, be like there the whole day oh i
0: thought it was free
1: no it's like a theme park
2: yeah there's like roller coasters and stuff well That's fuck out of huh? them it, it was but it was just a like sight to see like it's a spectacle of a place yeah. and then yesterday and today were just very little very peaceful little hangout days That's allison's good. still here she's downstairs taking a shower I gotta <laughs> while be- we record this um And yeah, the past weekend has been a very nice like rest moment before all of this. But now that I am rested, I'm like, all right, let's move. And it's just like crazy to like sit here for the rest of the night and like also be worried that I'm not going to wake up for my ferry tomorrow. But I don't think my mom would let that happen. So I I am so worried. I think that my mom, my mom wakes up at like 530 every single morning
0: and she would not let us miss that boat. So I think we're okay. but I'm still nervous. No, I know. Luckily, like, my friend I'm staying with has school at the same time as, like, I have to be there. Like, he has to be at school at the same time as I have to be at the studio. So I'm like, okay, thank God. Because, like, my alarms have not been the most reliable in my life. Yeah. That
1: that historically is very true as your room
0: (laughs) (laughs) Slay. how are you, Brayden? Sorry, I like zoned
1: out. <laughs> I am all right. Me covered most of what I did this weekend. I've now completed the Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, if you have been binge listening to this, this podcast, you may be saying that's a concerning amount of time from when you said you started it. To when- <laughs> And I wouldn't disagree. I watch it in the shower, but now I'm trying to start Dubai. It hasn't hooked me yet. I'm only one episode in. Oh, the yeah. amount of money they got is unfathomable. Yeah, which is kind of, kind of the hard part of it. But I'm interested to see what happens. Well, I, I'm feeling it out. Um, if yeah. I if I don't get hooked, I'm I'm gonna try Atlanta.
0: Uh, okay.
1: Um, And then, other than that, I'm mid watching the Oscars.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. My friend that I'm staying with and I are going to um, judge all the looks after this. Very exciting.
1: It's like I am.
2: Allison and I have already started.
1: <laughs> I would be lying to you if I haven't cried twice already watching the Oscars. I, not to be like, I love movies, but I do. But and that's um, okay. Keihui Kwan. One uh, best supporting actor, and it did like make me tear up. Boy. It was just like <clears throat> it was that was just a beautiful moment, a uh, big win. Um, and then, oh my god, I already forgot the name of the movie. It's doc. It's a documentary, um, and it just won best documentary at the Oscars. Uh, Nevaleo.
2: Oh, I've never I, heard of it
1: thing you're saying right it's about um the leader of the russian opposition and a documentary following him um and he's i have to watch that that's so cool still in prison in russia but they made this documentary about him and his like family was there um presenting and they like took a moment to be like stop the war in ukraine and free russia um, True. so it was just like there's just a lot of like political stuff tied up in the oscars always and it makes me emotional because films are important true no how we tell our stories and document our lives and our existence and communicate with each other i love art and the production of art art sh- g- 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 art did somebody
0: <laughs> <mentions> art, art. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to the Return to camp Half Blood podcast this week, we'll be discussing the blood of olympus chapters thirty seven through forty through the theme of assurance
0: yeah me, mm-hmm.
1: I believe it's your turn to oh summer. my God <laughs> I understand that that was a terrible pun, but Go.
2: (laughs) Okay. Um. So, Reyna and the gang are flying the Athena Parthenos to Camp Half Blood, and they land on a boat. Um. And then the they uh they land. They have the Pegasus to help them. Um. And the boat is. They're found by some. Uh. Romans and the guy's name is Michael I think and he's like come on Reyna just do this peacefully and then Tyson shows up and is like fuck you they're not going peacefully and um then Reyna's two little friends who were originally behind Michael but are now good I can't remember their names are like yes I am so down to like betray the Romans and like fix this problem and then Reyna oh my god and then Orion comes back and Reyna kills him and then Blackjack almost dies but he doesn't and then uh the, the Romans attack Slay I missed some details, but I got the key points. That was it, good.
1: That, you were really... I've never seen you, like, fight for it that much.
2: I was just trying to think, like, what is prioritized in this? Um, but I think I got the right things in, yeah. in there.
1: Yeah, no, it, I think I cover I can't think of any, like, big details.
2: Yeah, I missed <laughs> I was, some major... I skipped, like, the description of their whole plan of how they're going to, like, stop this. But it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah.
1: I guess the big detail is that this is a big detail that there are giant catapults yes. of fire. Yeah. That are going to be shot at Camp Half-Blood at dawn and it's enough firepower. It, they're, so they're, the Romans are basically going to nuke Camp Half-Blood. Yeah. They're <laughs> and they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I, Listen. I may
0: have missed this because I was holding a cat and very, very entertained. Um, but did you mention Raina almost dying because she jumped on the, uh, the arrow bomb? No, no but arrow bomb was an interesting little moment. Yes,
1: she tries to sacrifice herself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I quite literally, I was dro- I was like in my car driving, like listening to this and I almost passed out. I mean, not really, but like I was like, if she, I like had the moment. I was like, if she fucking dies, I was like, I, I in my brain, I was like, oh my God, it's just like Zoe Nightshade all over again. I was like really having a moment. <laughs> Blackjack almost died too. I was like, I can't get a break. Um, But everyone is fine. So.
1: No, I was, I was also listening to this driving in my car uh, back from New Jersey. And I was also a hoot and then a hollerin'. <laughs> and hollering, and Color me holler
2: a wow. mutant and a hollering i did
1: know that reyna didn't die but like i re i like just i read this book once in eighth grade seventh grade yeah seventh or eighth grade and i could i know exactly what room i i was in where i read most of this book i was mostly in sci- my science classroom um
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but i did not remember blackjack lived or not so that was really stressful
2: girl i was i was i was heaving. I was so worried. Even and Hawn. Even and Hawn, because I was like, "Oh my god, they would kill Blackjack in this moment, and I would then have to kill myself." So I'm glad it didn't happen. Yeah. So here's a,
1: here's a short breakdown of what we felt in these chapters: gooped and gagged, <laughs> hooting and hollering, even and hawing.
0: <laughs> All true. Damn.
2: What
1: were our favorite moments of these chapters?
2: Uh, songs.
1: What were the songs that we chose?
2: For I have mine ready.
1: I also really ha- have one really ready too. Um, what is yours, Neve?
2: So it is not out yet, but you know that song that's going viral on TikTok right now. That's the. It's called Labor, and it's the. Oh, none of you have heard this. I, no. no, I thought you were gonna say by who. I don't even know the artist. I just assumed y'all would know. Wow. Okay. Well, I'll send it to you when it comes out. But that's the song that I pick. It's like, there's this song that is on TikTok right now that is making the rounds. And the chorus is like, you make me do too much labor. And it's about like women. It's really good so far. Like- of the, she's basically posted the entire song. But it comes out on the 24th. I'll send I'll send it to Brady to remind her. But get on TikTok more. Oh my God. How do you not know this?
0: I literally thought I, I got territorial because I literally thought you were going to be like, it hasn't come out yet. It's the, um, I'm also just on this corner of TikTok because of course, like Hozier's song that comes out on the 17th. I am aware of that drop as well, but I don't know what it sounds like. So. Oh, I do. Um, and I quite literally thought that you were going to say that and I was going to be like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> like that's fine. Like everyone should enjoy his music, but It's by a singer called Paris Paloma for when it comes out. Oh, I've heard that name. Go ahead. Yeah, right now.
1: Okay. My song is also a current music choice. Um, Just dropped last Thursday, a couple days ago, like a week ago when this episode drops. Um, Wonder Woman by Miley Cyrus off and the summer vacation mm. uh, it's so good i loved this album um not as much as plastic hearts but in a different way mm. it acts as a different type of music that i like um and no one's no one's doing what miley's doing you know
0: that is so true never
1: uh but this song is like she's a wonder woman she knows what she likes she's never been broken because she's always fine uh She only cries when her favorite record's on and she's dancing in the dark. It's like about that face that you put on and like you put, putting an outward presence of being a strong person and being a strong person and only letting that facade fall when no one else can see. Um, And that just really reminds me of Raina. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Damn, man. That's brutal um well now i okay now i'm super torn because now i want to do my unreleased song not like my but like the one that i was talking about but i'm also definitely her not- own original song <laughs> no um <laughs> i do not write. um but I know I'm going to want to do it next week. No, it's an EP. I'll do something else next week. Okay. I'm doing it. Um, And so on the 17th, it can be put on the playlist. But there are a lot of chunks of it that have been released. It's called Eat Your Young. Um, it's basically, like, what he's working up to is, like, honestly, I just chose it because it has, like, a really epic, like, girl boss sound to it that, like, I think matches Reina. Um, obviously, I haven't seen all the lyrics. I've only seen like half of them. Um, but it's so girl boss. And uh, basically what Bogman is doing is he's doing like the seven deadly sins, like as songs. And I'm like, work. I think that's so cool. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I just, any excuse to talk about Hozier, but also the song just has arena vibe to it.
1: Mm.
2: work
0: yeah
1: now what were our favorite moments
0: <laughs> oh i loved seeing blackjack's like return Yay. blackjack's return was like the highlight for Ed me and tyson's return yeah i'm just such a blackjack stan
1: yeah it was rick was feeding the children.
0: Like, mother. mother and you know
1: when
2: he was typing this i'm sure he thought i am feeding the children
1: <laughs> pop the corns and feed the children we were eating this week like it was a feast we of chapters eat. no but like it i had no complaints 20 yeah 20 out of 10
2: um the like solidification of reyna and nico being like really close now was so sweet mm-hmm. like at the end of their strategic conversation like wanting to hug and like getting all choked up I was like oh my god they found someone to be close to that's so sweet so that was good
1: and then like Nico wanting to say more but like being there's like people around us and like being afraid to be like you're my friend (laughs) best friends
0: it was so sweet like you're the bravest demigod i've ever known i'm like oh my god you've known so many of
1: them <laughs> mlm and wlw uh, so, uh fuck. Solidarity. solidarity thank you
0: you're okay got it that's so funny you no know, that's true actually now that i think about it but um Whoa, oh, God, what else was I going to... Oh, my God, I also loved seeing the downfall of Orion.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was really well done. And then, oh, was there was the lines where she was, like... And I was fighting my battle myself, but I also had two gods on my side. I was, like... "I can't
2: yes.
1: ah! So good.
2: Mm-hmm. Also, just the the writing of orion's re-entrance and the like ticking clock of the the arrow bomb i was
0: like damn this is some crazy suspense writing i was literally like zooming down the jersey turnpike (laughs) like listening to these chapters like like (laughs) like, death in my eyes like oh my god
2: yeah
1: they were crazy all right let's let's take a break and then i'll come back to, to dive into them further All right, this week's theme is assurance. Where did we see assurance? What does assurance mean? I think we should start off with mm-hmm. How do we interpret assurance the feeling,
2: yeah, but it's also an action like you can assure someone that's that's true, like. I put it into a sentence? like
1: the knowledge of having support
2: yeah and mm-hmm. therefore feeling more confident in something
1: or yeah. to give someone the feeling that they are supported
0: yeah to me it kind of boils down to like uh oh what's that word oh uh uh it was literally in my brain five seconds before I started talking internalizing like internalizing the fact that someone is with you Or on your side? Yeah. Because I think it's very subjective. Um, But like to me that is specifically like the facet of it that I saw the most in these chapters because like she's been told she's powerful so many times but like I do think in these chapters like that was kind of, it was just her internalizing it that really brought her power. Yeah. 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 Yep. Totally. It is
1: actually kind of incredible. We don't Get a lot of self-assured characters. Probably. Because, especially as POV characters, because it's very uninteresting most of the time to write someone who's self too self-assured. Yeah. Because, like, conflict drives narrative and internal conflict is the easiest kind of conflict just to have on hand. And therefore, most characters... <laughs> have a lot of doubt or like internal confliction because so therefore it is rare that we see characters with as much self-assurance as Reina. Even though she like has trauma, but she's like really real fucking proactive about her trauma throughout these, this book, every chapter, she's like, here's the problem I had and I'm going to choose to see it, acknowledge it and let it go and grow it's just very well adjusted
0: she's so well adjusted and i'm like how your home life was a mess i don't know but good for her
1: it is like incredible to and almost unrealistic for her to be as good at doing everything as she is and so self-assured so i guess in a way it's a little bit of a writing critique Like, but also this is the end of her like arc in this book. Again, I mean, like, for the most part, it's the end of her like internal character arc, like, not the book is like only half over, there's still stuff to do. But killing Orion, I think, was a very solidifying. She was a self assured person that was kind of taken away from her when the conflict came in with Percy, and this is her like restaking her claim and like, even if people are going against me and not everyone agrees with me, I'm still a good leader and I know that I'm in the right, so it doesn't matter if I have the full force of the the Legion behind me, I will still do what's best for them, whether they know that it's best for them or not.
0: T. Yeah.
2: I also want to mention the the little friends.
1: Yeah. Um. It was Phoebe. No.
2: No. Um, Dakota, Dakota and something else. And the little friends after,
1: Was it Layla? It was
2: something with an L. Um. After Michael has gone night night because of Tyson. Please. I found the the switch to be quite interesting and I feel like that like that is a pretty easy thing to connect to assurance yeah, yeah. Of like oh like there are people on the other side who agree who like agree with me and like want to help me and I know that like it's just it's a YA book and that probably is their intentions and like it was to show like oh no like not everyone on the other side hates Reyna or like hates this call, like people are go want to go against Octavian but like Tyson just knocked a f- guy out Like they could just be saying they want to switch because they sides, because they're scared. And like, that was my initial thought was like, Ooh, I don't know if these people are really on their side, but I think we are supposed to believe that they are and that like, they wouldn't, we wouldn't have any reason to doubt their intentions.
1: I mean, I think that's, that's the danger of assurance, Mm -hmm. right? Like that confidence in other people that they will do the right thing is enviable it is an amazing quality but it's also dangerous yeah because a lot of the time people don't do the right thing Mm
2: -hmm. because they were like no we totally agree with you we get it it's like yeah that the cyclops just knocked your leader out cold so maybe that's why you now agree and you're like yes reyna totally we are on your side like yeah extenuating
0: circumstances i was gonna say that was kind of my thought like i just thought that they were so I don't know they oppose Raina in such a like such an obvious way where it's like they're the opposite of self-assured and so I honestly thought that they they just have no backbone I was like I don't know if we can even analyze like their motive because they don't even have any ground to stand on to begin with was kind of my mindset I don't know
1: yeah and but it's also that we do kind of know Dakota. Layla is kind of an NPC, I but I mean so is Dakota. But we just <laughs> you know Dakota from Son Son of Neptune. Mm-hmm. We know oh. that he's kind of a good guy, but he kind of just is a little bit of a wimp. But you,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: And but because we know that we know that Reyna has a prior enough of a prior relationship with him and we get the winking that I'm like I think they're gonna be fine
0: yeah yes I agree with that
2: no it's, it's a YA book too normally people who aren't explicitly villains are pretty upfront with their intentions mm. it's just interesting to like view it from a non target of a YA book you know that it's like mm, are we sure these people are good it's like no we can be pretty sure that they mean it
1: I yeah. love betrayal. Not like as a thing to do, just like as a trope.
2: Not as something <laughs> can do. i been watching a lot of Housewives, guys. <laughs> no,
1: no, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want anyone to, don't betray me.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll try our best. <laughs> yeah, okay, if you say so. But like,
2: only because you said that. Otherwise, I would have. I
1: think you conceptually. Oh, speaking of, I have to finish season three of Succession before season four starts.
2: You were talking about that with my parents, I think, right?
1: Yes, yes, I was.
2: Um, (laughs) My parents hate Succession. They want Uh, all the characters to die.
1: They're all terrible people. I'm a big fan of it, though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My mom would hate that. She hates shows about bad people. She's like, (laughs) "Why? why am I wasting my time? My mom
1: also has a problem with it. But I feel like everyone our age really likes shows about people. Like, my mom can't understand why I would watch The Housewives.
0: I told my mom that you were really into Housewives right now, and she went, whoa.
1: (laughs) It is, like, I I guess it's some sort of generational thing about, like, I feel like the Zillennials have a much more, like, Jagged's not the word. Jaded. There we go. Yeah. Jaded, you of the world in which like I don't expect the people I watch in my media to be good. So I'm less bothered when they're bad and can kind of find the joy in watching bad people.
2: I th- I think it is more like a like watching like I connecting it back to why we do this podcast. Like none of us like Octavian, but we can respect the writing of like a really good villain. Yeah. And, like, I think that it's, like, knowing that it's commenting on how people shouldn't act this way is why we're able to, like, ridicule it and laugh at it and, like, find it entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, You know? Not that, like, and I'm sure that other people, like, I don't know, maybe it's, like, a media literacy thing. Like, people our age are just a lot more, like, media trained just Based on how we had to grow up and stuff. Mm. When like people who didn't grow up with technology just say like, you're like, well, anything on my TV screen they want me to think is good. And it's like, no, <laughs> there's actually more ways we can comment on human behavior now besides just showing good people doing good deeds.
1: And I think part of it too is I, th- I think that's completely right. And then on top of that, because we were raised with such an inundation of media, like so much content all at once not as much as there is now and yeah. it was very gradual as we were growing up but we were like even like tabloid culture was big in the 2000s when yeah. we were growing up um and in a way that we we're like taught at the same time these people are your heroes but they've all they're also terrible people and they could turn bad at any second like the like we were brought up in the age of cancel culture In a way of like anyone, we don't really have celebrity idols anymore. Like in in the same way that we used to, in that like I like you can't really idolize celebrities because you know at any time they will might say something racist. Mm
2: -hmm. And you're
1: like, oh wow, they're not the person I thought they were. And therefore. I appreciate something like Housewives where the people are bad. (laughs) It's like, I just know that they're bad and that's okay.
0: Yeah, I also think there's something kind of like powerful. I mean, not powerful, but kind of like empowering about like watching, like watching or consuming media about bad people for comedic value. Yeah. I think there's something kind of empowering about that idea in the sense of like we know so many people who are good and we are so I mean totally subjective but like we're confident enough that we surround ourselves with people that we are happy with and think are morally like upright that like we can laugh at the people that aren't And like,
2: yeah, I don't know. I think ridicule is the fastest way to like cut someone's ego or like point down. You know, like making something deserving of laughter and ridicule is like so much faster at making that person stop than like scolding them about it. Most of the time, Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. It's that reality of like we don't really have paragons anymore because or a paragon is not interesting they're not believable yeah like no one is the epitome of everything good that's like that's why superman doesn't work as well as superman used to yeah no one believes superman could be real yeah and that's why characters like nico and reyna are so interesting
0: to us that's also why, total side note, that's also why I think our generation has a lot of trouble with black and white thinking. Yeah. But that's a total other thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I think Rick combats very well, and we're back. Yeah. No, it's a
1: lot of what this book and the last book about are about is black and white thinking. It's about the uh, t- two-party systemifying um, <laughs> issues. It's like issues are scalable. Yeah. And when you reduce things to black and white, they're a lot harder to process. And I think that's something that we're really getting into in these chapters is that, oh, we've kind of been pushed in these past two and a half books to be like, oh, so all the Romans are bad. Actually, there's only two, there's only three good Romans now. Um, we're like we, we liked them at first but now they're going to war and now we're kind of back trying to be like you just weren't seeing them they yeah. don't necessarily agree like it's just such a trap that I think we as humans instinctively get <laughs> fall into generalizations so easily because it's like how you it's like a pattern recognition and processing thing it's a survival instinct of like, I see this person did a bad thing. This person associated with this person. Therefore, if this person hurt me, that person might, will hurt me as well. Yep. And so there is reasoning behind that, but it's like, it becomes very dangerous when we're like, so all of the Romans want to kill the Greeks.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: And I, th- I think... I'm just, like, interested, I, I, the second half of this book becomes just, like, a, a one big action scene for the rest of it, um, yeah, and so I, I'm really excited to see us take into the front lines of, like, two different battlefields, uh, halfway so across the world from each other, it's just, it's exciting, and it's interesting.
0: I'm so psyched. Crazy. <sighs>
1: Are there anything else we would like to say about these chapters?
0: I just I I mean, this is my last thing. I just thought kind of Raina finally getting that assurance from her mother was really sweet. Yeah. Um, because like parental validation and parental assurance, even that they're there, like is such a significant theme. And like I we haven't seen it within Raina chapters in the same way that I think we've seen it with like Percy and like Annabeth until now. And I thought that that was really cool because it it just, it kind of further drew like unifying lines between like her and like the Greek demigods that we have like been with for so long. Yeah, it was sweet. Part,
1: Part of it too, like honestly backtracking a little bit on what I just said is that because it's a book, they're not real people. Therefore, everything is representational. Um, and the Greek way of thinking versus the Roman way of thinking that we see Raina kind of shift her her perspective on where the, the Roman is this very rigid, very structured, very like, this is the chain of command. You have to listen to the chain of command because that's what you do. And it's treason not to. Yeah. And we, they, they even talk about that with um, Dakota and Layla being like, well, if we go against these orders, we're, we're committing treason. And she's like, well, actually I'm still pretty. so, so, so it's not treason, but like, versus the Greek way of thinking, which is a, they got no structure. They're just fucking around basically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Sass moments sure i'm trying to find mine so if y'all have located yours i have mine is a tyson moment
1: mine is also a tyson moment
0: oh
2: maybe it's the same so i go first um coach hedge looks at tyson can we get into camp half blood safely is melly all right tyson scratched his chin thoughtfully she is very round (laughs) but she's okay (laughs) Hedge persisted. i love tyson she is very round.
1: But she's okay.
2: But she's okay.
1: Um, Mine is... Tyson, how did you and Ella get onto the ship? Rainbow.
0: Damn it! That was mine. She
1: took a rainbow? He is my fish pony friend. <laughs> it's just so matter of fact. Like, no. Rainbow? He is my fish pony friend. It's the fact that it's not even there's no contractions. It's not he's, it's he is. He
0: it's is. Incredible. It's incredible. It's just it's so funny that like Tyson's literally like, duh. a yeah, friend. Like fu- like you fucking idiot. I don't
1: understand what your problem is, frankly. <laughs>
0: Like, why aren't you getting the picture? It's so- I thought it was pretty straightforward. Yeah, mine is like it's not funny in context, but out of context, I find it hilarious.
1: Uh, <laughs> the classic Ava choice.
0: Yeah, no, true. Rena mustered her courage. The winged horse needed her. Lord Pegasus had named her horse friend,
2: and I she not no not. No, you're to- right you're so you're right so right.
1: actually that phrasing
2: was ridiculous and it was not supposed to be
1: I, it she is totally
2: like needed her
1: you're, you're telling me right here that she's been given the title of a horse, horse friend, friend.
0: so bad uh, and well. she's like and she would not let him down like that's <laughs> so good
1: who are we giving offerings for
0: Yeah, I'm struggling here. Yeah, I'm tough. It's a tough situation. Because,
1: like... All right. Out the gate, I'm going to give mine to Raina then. So now y'all struggle. Shit.
0: Oh, no. Because I want to give it to her because she's my favorite. But I also miss Blackjack so much. Okay, I'll do half and half.
1: Half Raina, half Blackjack?
0: Yeah. Oh, side note. I also really liked how Pegasus was, like, a bunch of different colors. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they I'm described sure. him in yeah. a very pretty way all right now they, they described him they were like he his coat was like shining in the sun the part that i did think was like rick was um when he was like um he represents all the colors of his offspring i was like rick this is very it's just very clearly a white author
1: yeah no yeah it's like that was a lot it's very like yeah
2: yeah Pegasus also,
1: is every horse. It's <laughs> all in him.
2: Also, Brayden, I, you have no ground to stand on. Giggling at, I liked when he was a lot of different colors. When in an actual conversation, Brayden yesterday said, ha, "said the sentence." Well, you know, many countries are very different. No, but. <laughs> The craziest generalist. Me and Allison were like, no, it made "Sure sense are, mind. King." Many countries are very different. No, it made sense in context. <laughs> and you know what? You don't get to give it. My and it offering was sarcastic. Like it was not like it was
1: An observation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, my offering. Then I'll give mine to Tyson. Thank God!
0: Yay! Thank you. My fish pony friend fish pony friend, He's All so right. great.
1: Vote off.
0: Octavian, I hate him so much. He's just the worst. That
2: Michael guy, stand up for yourself. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Oh my god.
0: Yeah.
2: Um
1: I'll give my neuro Ryan then.
0: Yeah, I was yeah. going to say he needs to have one vote.
1: Not so bad, man. Mhm. Alright. That's all for this week, folks. Join us next week where we'll be discussing
0: Chapters forty-one through forty-four through the theme.
1: Oh fuck, I copied the wrong one wrong one.
0: Yes you did. <laughs> They're the theme of chance. <laughs>
2: Um, make sure to follow us on social media. We are at Return to Camp on every platform that matters, and we also have a coffee account and a repable store and a website, www.returntocamp.com.
1: I copied this week. Oops,
2: slay. It's okay. Slay, slay, what you wanna slay? Goodbye, everyone. Oh, see you tomorrow, Ava. Yay.
1: Bye.
0: Bye. Bye. Oh, it's still recording. That's what I, I Oh. I thought that's what